Listen to this podcast right now! Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. everyone, welcome back to Adulting Ain't Easy. This is episode four, if I'm not mistaken. As always, my name is Andrew, and I'm joined by Liz. Hello. And we're here to talk this week about wedding planning, because this year we're not just doing all this house stuff, we're also getting prepped and ready to get married the end of the year. Yep. It's been, what, a year and a half coming? It it's has. Almost, it's almost been a year since we've been uh, engaged. engaged. Uh-huh. So There's yeah, it's about another... a year and a half by the time we actually get married. I think we're so about a exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we're about a week away from the engagement anniversary, which yeah, is exciting. A lot well, has happened. Yeah. Speaking of that, that was something really nice that I liked about when you proposed was that it was actually like a significant day in our relationship too. So yeah, it is about a little bit over a week away, but um. So, I guess the story is is that um, Andrew actually had come up on July 13th of 2012, yeah? Yeah. 2012. And that was kind of like our first date. And mind you, at the time, um, I was living up in the Chicagoland area and Andrew was living down in the Champaign area. So, he literally drove like three hours. On a Friday night. On a Friday night to take me to dinner, watch a movie, and that be it. So mm. that was pretty impressive at the time. Mm. Um, and I brought but, flowers. And he brought flowers, and he bought me... I was underage at the time, but um, he brought me one of those... It was one of those frozen daiquiris were very popular, and he brought me one because he knew I liked those, which was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he actually chose that date about, what, five years to the day almost? Five years after that? It was, the, it was the day. It was five years to the day. That we went on our first date and he proposed. So that was really special. And so, yeah, we're coming up on the year of that. But ever since then, we've kind of been intermittently doing wedding planning. Um, it was kind of like when we got engaged, it was like we were going on vacation. And then, of course, all of vacation, everybody's like, well, what do you want your wedding to be like? What do you want... Where do you want it? When? What time of year do you want it? Blah, how many blah, people blah. think you'll be in it? Yeah, how many people season, in your wedding? All that. It was just a mess. But I, I guess one of the biggest things is just enjoy being engaged. I would say I do enjoy being engaged. I think Definitely. it's fun. I like going to. Some of the wedding stuff can be stressful, but I think the more stressful stuff for me is the stuff that I don't want to do. But the stuff that I do want to do is more fun. Like in terms of planning, right. like um going shopping for my wedding dress. I swore to God that I was not going to be that person that went to only one dress shop and pick a dress from that first shop. 
but I was wrong. But apparently all my uh, two friends that went with me knew they were like, oh yeah, we know you're, we knew you were going to pick a dress from the first shop. I was like, well, gee, thanks. You should have told me. So you're like, you had like another like two appointments yeah, booked? Yeah, I had or... two appointments booked. I'd already bought my dress, so I had to make up some bogus excuse to get out of it so right. that I could, so I didn't have to worry about trying on even more dresses and being more confused. But, like, but stuff, one of the things that I was really stressed about, and I don't even know why I was very stressed about it, was floral arrangements and flowers. I don't know. And that was probably, like, the at this point is probably like the worst thing for me that was like the most like i didn't want to do it it i would just wanted to avoid it at all costs and we finally it took us months to actually pick out something for our centerpieces and things like that it took they're us not even gonna be like and they're not even gonna be flowers we're doing more simple like candle um type deal right and the one thing that's really i've noticed really surprising is things that you think are going to be expensive don't turn out to be expensive and things you don't think are going to be expensive turn out to be expensive yes i agree especially when it comes to like um when i was looking for stuff how to ask like my bridesmaids stuff's expensive for that and like some people shell out a ton of money just to ask their their bridal party to be in their bridal party and then you add to that you know, all the different accessories you have the day of, and it's just, like, it adds up very quickly. And you don't realize it until you actually start shopping for it. Uh-huh. So that's why I went a lot simpler with mine. Um, I did go... I It took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to get my bridesmaids, but I actually um, ended up getting something that I had actually pinned on Etsy. And I was like, oh, that might be something really cute. It was a really simple necklace. And, um... I ended up actually um, making my own, like, little printout that I put inside the box that um, that I used and I sent them to all my bridesmaids and they really liked it. So I thought that was a nice, like, alternative to, like, some people have these, like, bridesmaid boxes where there's t-shirts and there's wine glasses and there's... Mm you know, confetti and champagne, and it all is a lot of money. And it's, a, and it's like a big box or something. I'm like, what in the world? It's not going to make a care package at that point. Exactly. So I like that. And, I mean, both of us really went simple when it came to asking our right. parties. I, mean, I, still, I still haven't technically... I haven't done the... I did. I also went the Etsy route. Because Etsy does have good stuff for a lot of different things that you don't expect. You can just search whatever, and there's always some craft person who's made something. And I went the little, like... A little tag is like on a liquor bottle, and then, but I still have like three still here because I can't mail liquor across state lines. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Can't do it through the post office. I do it through UPS, and it's really expensive. So I'm just waiting it out. Yeah. But it's it's kind of nice to kind of get some of the, like. So number all the venues we went and checked out because we knew what church we're gonna do it at right away. Because we were gonna go to the one that I had grown up in, and um. It's actually, I believe it's the oldest church, it's the oldest building in Buffalo Grove, and I mean, granted we're not the most religious people, but if I were going to get married in a Catholic church, I would want to be there, because they have a really nice, like the, I'm pretty sure that the old side of the church that we're going to be getting married in is pretty much original, and they've, like, as over the years have, like, restored it to its original quality, and it's very unique and pretty, and I just love it. 
Especially because the church actually has a new side and an old side. And the new side looks kind of like your mega, you know, your typical mega church is very modern, but then the other side is very traditional. Very stone and wood and, and very ornate. Nice, um, uh, they have, like, almost, I think almost all the original, um, stained, stained glass is still there. I know that, I think over the years some of them have broken just because they're old, but, um... Yeah, I really like the church that we're at, but the venue, I feel like the venue was one of those things that was also really hard for us because it's just, like, you get this huge shock about, like, how much things cost because originally I was like, oh, maybe we go the hotel route because maybe it's a little bit cheaper than doing, like, a banquet hall or And then there's no transport to worry about because everyone's already staying there. Right, but then we found out that's, like, probably one of the more expensive routes, especially around the area that we're at now because it was like per person i want to say there were like it was no less than 150 dollars a plate and that was like if you're getting your basic chicken like that would be like if every single person they had no choice you're getting chicken no matter what but then you have to add all the other stuff on there too and it's just it was just way yeah. too much so that's why we we didn't even go once we got, like, the information packets from the hotel and we looked at the prices, it was like, oh, oh just kidding. Hard we can't pass. do that. I can imagine so, those people who get married, like, downtown, like, in yeah. Chicago. I'm like, those people got to be spending a small fortune. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are certain ways that people can do it on a budget, but I have not found that yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's even, even though we're, we're at, like, kind of, when we were looking at our venues and the one we ended up choosing... It's kind of like in the mid range of what we were looking at. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still expensive. Getting married is expensive. Yeah, I mean you and can. And I didn't realize it until we actually looked at numbers, and it's appalling. Everything is expensive. It's like I was reading something, an article, and I believe that since like the 1970s or 1980s. Like, prices for things that go into, like, a reception have gone up, like, 300%. Well, I'm just thinking, like, when like when my parents got married, the reception was literally, like, a reception. There was, like, coffee and refreshments and cake. And, like, that was it. It was, like, at the church in the basement. There was not big fanfare. Like, our generation has made it a big social event with dancing and food and all that. Like, meals weren't even served in weddings 30 years ago. Yeah. Because I think around when my parents got married, and they're almost at the... They'll be at the 30 mark next year. They had... Theirs was like... I mean, it was a ton cheaper, but... They... There were so many people... I feel like there's so many people in the past that just had those connections where you didn't have to pay as much for certain things. Like, my parents got married at this banquet hall that they actually both bartended at. So they got, of course, they got discounts because the owner knew that they were getting married and so that he gave them discounts on certain things like for food in the bar and stuff. But nowadays it's like it, we didn't know anybody. We didn't know really anybody that did like no close friends, no family friends that really did anything wedding. So we kind of had to start from just recommendations from people. And that's how we actually found the venue. It was because... My best friend's, one of his high school friends, got married at a venue up in my neck of the woods and was like, oh, this is a really cool guy, you should check it out. And so we're like, okay, let's, so I texted the, the guy and got the information, kind of up and like, okay, we'll just see it. It's like, oh, in Independence Grove. It's, oh, it's the dog park we go to all the time. So we checked it out and it just, 
It's a beautiful venue. It was very... It's very different from the other places that we were looking at because we were looking at, like, we looked at a couple country clubs. We looked at um, a golf club. We looked at, like, typical. Ban- typical banquet halls. And it was just, like, like in my mind, all I wanted, I wanted windows because I've, we went and... I've went to a couple weddings where there was literally, it was just a box. It felt like you were boxed in because there was no natural light coming in. And it was just a big room with a bunch of people in it. And I didn't really care for that. So I wanted to look for some place that had like a really nice view or like at least big windows. So that you didn't feel so much like you're in a conference room or in a banquet hall. You felt like you were somewhere else or like a little bit more... I would say like a little bit more like a de- a destination. Right. So no, like some of the ones we like like oh there's windows up through at the end one but it's only on this wall and it's only these four windows. Yeah. But like the minute we found one wall is literally floor to ceiling windows, another wall is about half windows. Mm-hmm. So like it's a lot of light. I mean, I know it's winter so it's going to be pitch black by the time we're in that place, but it's still with the outside lights if weather if we get a little bit of snow or a little bit of light dusting, it'll look really pretty with the lights there. So and it was just different. I mean, this place that we we decided on has a fireplace. And, like, what, what screams winter wedding more than a lit fireplace? It almost, it almost has, like, a ski lodge type feel to it. And that's what that was kind of what I wanted when I was thinking about, like, what do I want my wedding to feel like? I wanted it to feel, like, cozy and at home and comfortable. And that, that feeling, for me, came about when we went to Independence Grove. Right. The other places, it was, like... It just felt like, okay, this is what everybody else does. And I didn't feel like my wedding was unique from anybody else that had their wedding there. And so that's why I that's why I liked Independence Grove, too, because they said, I mean, no two weddings are the same. They were telling us about all the different things that they offer because, yes, it's a park district or, I don't know, like a forest preserve kind of area but it also has a catering company out of it so there are like hundreds like we got the menu choices and there were hundreds of pages of just food and like there's no way that people had the same like types of food because it's just like it was just so much right i remember you actually i think decided on the venue and like signed the contract while i was on a work trip i remember like being on the shuttle going back from the airport and you called like I have news and it's like we have a venue and I was like oh my god like and it's not like I did it as a surprise no I, like, mean, I knew, we were, when just... knew we were both on the same page because like it was both our number one choice we had diff like because we narrowed down to a top three our top three were different but we had, both had Independence Grove as our number one yeah and we were like like I if we wouldn't have gotten Independence Grove I don't know what I would have done because I don't think I would have had the same feelings about another venue I mean, I'm sure it, with a little bit of searching, I could have, but I really like, I really like the person that we're working with, and I really like the venue and like just the freedom we have to decorate and whatnot, and the suggestions that we're getting, and right. I don't know if I don't know how much I would get that at other places. We've been pretty lucky. Like a lot of the people we've chosen, like venue photographer, photographer. DJ, have all been on recommendations. So we, it's not just them saying they're great. It's like we have people who had first experience with either working with them, being at a wedding where they were involved, and like, yeah, they did a great job. Like, mm. I remember we felt really good about our photographer when we sat down with them the first time. Yeah, and the thing was, like, we 
so the photographer we ended up choosing was actually the first one that we went to see and I was worried because we had seen it had been like before we finally decided on our photographer it had been a couple weeks and I was freaking out I was so scared that you know because people were saying like oh you know winter people are more going towards like a fall winter wedding type thing they're kind of going away from the summer and spring and I was like oh great so now people are gonna be taking my wedding date and blah 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 and so um so like I was like freaking out about I was hoping to get them because again if I didn't get them I don't know I would probably still be searching for someone to take our pictures and I mean we took our engagement pictures what maybe a month ago yeah, we took it uh, right before we closed on the house. And so, and we got our pictures back not too long ago, and I mean, I was really impressed with them. I mean, we, I get very nervous in front of cameras, and I just feel like I'm, like, modeling, and I look kind of fake and stuff, but right. looking at the pictures, a lot of them looked like we were genuinely happy and liked each other, and we did this all the time, you know? Right, like, she was definitely made us feel like we were posing like she basically just put us like oh walk this way and just talk to each other or look at each other or whatever like it wasn't like all right turn your head this way turn your eye like look down to your left turn your head 45 degrees like it wasn't so court like choreographed it was just walk this way i'll get some pictures as you're walking back or take back on a normal walk like how you guys normally would walk him or and that was something that we wanted like off the bat especially because we, like, for our save the dates, we wanted Max to be in the pictures because, of course, I had been going on Pinterest and I saw all these cute save the dates with their do- with people with their dogs. And I wanted Max to do the same thing because he's usually a pretty photogenic dog. Which he, he we got some really great shots of mm-hmm. Max. Either, whether with, like, the sign, because we had him wear a little sign... Or if we had him, like, if it was the three of us, or he even had two shots where it was just him, they all turned out really nice. And he's had, he's had a really good June and July in terms of mm-hmm. being good for, like, out of his normal environment. Mm-hmm. Like, since he's been at the new house he's been working on, he's been really good with the neighbor's dogs and with small children. He's been good about not running off. He was great for the photographer and was able to, like... Give her what she needed and not be scared or wanting to stick by us. He's mm-hmm. he's definitely proven he's been great. And it's definitely been a, a huge benefit for us mm-hmm. going through all this transition. Yeah. And then it was like, I'm trying to think. So, like, the photographer was a big one. I feel like the D, we've met with so many DJs, too. Because that's another thing. Because when you're... I was told when we got engaged, like, you have to think of the things that you find important when it comes to your wedding. So, some people think that food and music and, like, the enter- more of the entertainment is important. And other people may, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of interchangeables, like, flowers or favors or whatever. And it, I think we pretty much agreed right away that we wanted... We wanted good food, and we wanted good music, and we wanted good pictures. Right. Like, we didn't... Like, those three things, like, we were willing to spend more of our budget on because we wanted them... Because, I mean, with pictures, you're going to be looking at those, like, the rest of your life. I mean, I know a ton of people that, like, that's their thing. Like, they get their wedding pictures, and they find, like, the best ones, and they put them on canvas. Or, like, 
they, you know, it's like four or five months after your wedding, you know, people are going to be asking to look at your wedding album and you don't want to be like, oh, these pictures didn't turn out so good. Right. And then it's like with the DJ, it's like, especially with our two different tastes in music, I wanted to find a DJ that can blend them well. And like, that was a, I think that was a bigger challenge for us. And it, it's really hard because I feel like a lot of DJs are, they like come off so nice and so like wanting to be unique to you. And then it's like, you have to make a decision and you're like, oh my gosh, I like everybody. Like, what do I do? Do you remember when we had to watch all those videos with like all the DJs that are available, like little like Mm -hmm. clip shows they put together and it was just like. That was really cool though. And I'm, I mean. If it didn't work out with the DJ that we would have had, or that we have now, I probably would have gone with them. But those videos, it was just so long, because this com- this DJ company had about, what, like, 12 or 13 DJs? And so they're like, oh, like, you can pick your D- DJ based on these videos that... Um, that were taken at weddings and the people at these weddings like allowed them to be videotaped so that they can, so you could see how they act. Mm -hmm. But this, I mean, the company that we got it from or the company that this is from, it was just like a recommendation. It was just a business card that they had at the venue, but we ended up again going with a recommendation. My, um, one of my good family friends went to a wedding downtown in Chicago and they were at, oh, I don't remember. It was like the, it was a heritage museum of some sort. I don't remember what exactly, but, um, they, they had this DJ and he, they were like blown away. Like they had such a great time with this guy. They actually got his number and his business card, even though he says that he's not like one of those that likes to promote himself. Like, my family friend, like, literally went up to him and said, I have someone that is having a wedding. I want them. I want to give you, give her your card so she can see what you're about. Because we had a really good time, and we want her to have a good DJ, and we know you're a good DJ. So, that's kind of how we got our our DJ. And I'm kind of excited for him, because he's very open to, um... Kind of mixing our two styles of music, which sometimes it's people can be a little apprehensive because my style and his style are just so different. Right, because I, though I like all of your music, I don't have like serious or X or anything in my car, so I listen to a lot of top forty stations. So I listen to all that current music and listen listens to alternative music and nineties stuff. Uh, and... Not really as much alternative. I mean, it's old alternative like. I don't know, more like the pop punk and all that kind of stuff. And I really like hard rock. So it's like trying to blend those two together, I feel like it can be really, really hard. And plus our whole families have a bunch of different tastes. You want to make sure you appeal to people that are our age as well as the older people that are going to be at the wedding. Right. You want Because like, I remember the DJ saying like his goal is to have everyone on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, like you could easily get like the DJ iPod shuffle is basically like you have a playlist he doesn't. He just plays it one song into the next. This guy is going to get, oh, you want, there's 40 seconds of Yeah by Usher, followed by this Michael Jackson song, played into this so and that. So he's like, and... it, from what I understood, because like you can't really go and like basically spy on these DJs because 
I mean, that's just not something that... You can't crash someone's wedding. You basically can't... Yeah, you can't be a wedding crasher. And so, like, you basically have to go off of their word and off of recommendations. So, I mean... So we'll... I mean, he said that he even did a Blackhawks player's wedding where he was a total metalhead and she was, like, totally into Britney Spears and stuff and he was able to do it. And that really kind of sold it for me because I was like... Like, for me... In my mind, I really, there's, um, the Pop Goes Punk albums, like, I love those, because it combines the top 40 music and the kind of music that I like, and just pushes them together, so I'm hoping that he can kind of incorporate that in there, because I really, sometimes I have trouble dancing to things, because I'm not the best dancer, I'm very much a shoulder dancer, if that makes any sense, like, I can't really, I'm not... I don't have any of these cool dance moves. I literally just move my shoulders back and forth. Like, right. I'm very awkward. It's going to be very hard for us to be the centers of attention in terms of everyone oh, looking at us while we're dancing. No. I don't even, like, I don't like being the center of attention at all. Like, and at any time in my life. I hate being the center of attention. Like, I hated having graduation parties because it was all about me. Birthday parties were a little different, but, like, Like, when it's just recognizing me and it's, like, not my birthday, it freaks me out. Right. Like, when when my boss calls me out at work, like, it it freaks me out. Like, if he sends me, like, a, like, um, when was, so it was, like, towards the end of the school year, I got recognized by the Board of Education of, um, Fox Lake District, um, for participating and starting up a coffee cart for my students with disabilities, and they were honoring us, and that really freaked me out. Like, I was like, this is the board. Like, this is, it's like, you only hear about those things as a teacher. Like, like people go to those meetings and stuff, but, like, you really don't, a lot of the time, it takes a very big thing for the board of education of your school district to, like, take notice and want to honor you for something so it freaked me out a lot. And, like, my parents were there. Andrew was there. Like, other people were there from the community. And Your like my kids' My par- kids were there. My parents of the pa- kids. And it was just, like, yeah. I was, like, overwhelmed. Like, my heart was beating outside my chest. So, like, even though that is, like, that's a huge accomplishment, yes. But I'm also, like, that feeling... I have a feeling that that feeling that I had that day is going to be about 20 times worse when it comes to my bridal shower, and then it'll be like 50 times worse when it comes to the actual wedding, because I really like blending in. I really like being like a... the aisle by yourself. Oh, <laughs> not by myself well, with my dad. Well, yeah, but like walking with everyone sta- standing and turning to Oh my to god, you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, Those, that's scary. You're going to have red cheeks from embarrassment. Oh my gosh. And that's the thing, like, I get super embarrassed and my cheeks get super red, and then I just don't know what to say. Like, I just kind of go blank. It's very odd. Like, I just clam up a lot. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll I mean, it'll be fine. It'll be I, fine. I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be okay. I'll just have to like hide in a hole for like a week afterwards because it's going to be way too much social interaction for my liking. Which is why it's good that we're probably hopefully going to be going on our honeymoon right after. So it'll just be just... us two together by ourselves. Yeah, and Liz can decompress. Yes. and relax. Yeah, on a beach hopefully. On a beach somewhere. Warm. Or cold. Mm-hmm. Either way. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It has to be warm. Uh, we can just lay in some snow. It'll be fine. No. no. She at least wants tropical. It's fine. But, yeah, I think a lot of it getting to the day is going to be 
interesting process, but I, th I think we'll be able to get through it. We've had a lot of luck, and I know we had a lot of people that we like we liked, but like certain circumstances, like out of a like my second choice venue venue that I liked never returned our calls. We're like, okay, well they're out. Mm -hmm. Our DJ that we were really also really liked that we like talked to at a Starbucks had a baby and had to cancel an appointment, and then we're like. Think about it, like, well, he's more, like, he's a better MC than he is a DJ. Like, we don't need an MC, we need a DJ. Right. And so, yeah, so certain things, I mean, happened for a reason. So, that's kind of how I felt about it. But, I'm excited, though, because some of the more exciting things haven't even happened yet. And we still have that stuff to come, like mm -hmm. our, we have to do our tasting, which I'm super excited for, because I love food. Oh, we got to talk about a little bit of our details, being like with our uh, our dessert thing that we're considering yes. doing. So, well, so at our venue, about uh, usually it's like four months out from your wedding, you do like a details meeting. But since um, since I have to go back to school in August, and like around the time that we would have our details meeting, it would be kind of like in the nitty gritty of the school year, and it would be kind of hard for me. To get away from, like, take a day off of work um, to go do a details meeting during the year. So, luckily, our um, wedding coordinator was super nice and was like, yeah, we can, if we do it in July, then you can get your tasting in before you start school in August. And it just keeps the ball rolling. I'm that's like, good. perfect. And so, my mom's also a teacher. She's in the same schedule. So, getting her to come up in a, on a weekday in late August, September is next to impossible. Right. Cause a lot of, so the tasting days are Monday through Thursday. So it's like, well, you can't really like, it's hard to take for me, at least it's hard for me to take days off in the middle of the week. If I have to take a day off, it's usually like a Friday, but, um, so the details meeting was good. I mean, it went, it didn't, so we were allotted about two and a half hours to do it. Mm -hmm. It did not feel like two and a half hours. We took the whole time, but it didn't feel like two and a half hours. Yeah, I would agree with that. It, it, it. She was very. Our uh, wedding coordinator is very organized, and it was like, she literally had like a questionnaire and like asked us all these different questions, and like, it was a lot of it was nice because. Um, Ahead of time, she sent an email that was like, oh, can you send me your vendors, like your outside vendors, so I know who they are? Because, and it said that she needed them two days before the details meeting. Well, I didn't see that, so I sent it, like, the day before, or, like, maybe the morning of that meeting. And she's like, oh, my bride, I just love that she's so organized. And I'm like, I was late. Do people just not send it at all? But I didn't, I didn't say that. I was just thinking that because I'm like, you, I was supposed, I have it late, but apparently now I'm organized. What is this nonsense? Right. And like having like pre-deciding all of our like food options, like not what we want, like, oh, this would be good to try. I want to know if this is actually worth, because like there were so many appetizer options and food options. It was like, like, what do you even start? Like, where do you even know it's good? And I like how she's like very realistic. She's like. Yes, this sounds good on paper, but you don't want this at your wedding. Like, I'm going to yeah. say right now, these three you're going to not pick. Yeah, they literally had it, like, we sent it to her ahead of time, and she's like, these are the ones that are not that great, but she, like, but then she told us, it's like, these are the ones that are really good, and you, you should keep on there. And then our, our big discussion was, like, deciding, do you want cake? Because, like, there's, certain, there's definitely a lot of people who just love cake, and there's people who don't like cakes. But, like, when you have a wedding... 
Typically, cake is served because they'll cut the cake and then the cake gets cut up into a bunch of little pieces and then distributed to the whole group. And then and cakes can get expensive. I mean, like when we were talking, um, we were talking to our wedding coordinator. She was saying that like a wedding cake's like four or five hundred dollars, and I'm like, holy crap! I don't really know if I like cake that much to spend four hundred dollars. I mean, some people may. I mean, everyone could it be ice cream has... cake for that? Like... Oh my god, no, it would melt. <laughs> but. Like, I just, like, I don't know. I get, I don't know if it's, like, if that's cheap, if that's expensive, but it was, like, I don't really eat cake outside of my own birthday, so it was, like, mm, and that's not even... I don't know. And that's even sometimes a maybe, because I've been starting to get cupcakes on my birthday instead of actual cake. Fancy cupcakes. Yes. That reminds me of, like, my brother's wedding, when they didn't have a cake, they had a tiered cupcake tower. Yes, that was good. Except for the the special cupcakes that accidentally got distributed. Oh, yeah. those were the t- that's fun. But but like one thing you thought about like oh, if you're looking at other dessert options, like you don't it's not everyone likes cake. You're gonna get everyone a piece of cake. You have half to buy them aren't for, gonna like, go. You have to buy a certain amount of cake. You don't buy for a hundred percent when it comes to cake. You buy for like a little bit over like sixty seventy percent of people because. So I'm just even imagining, so like, so say, okay, $400 for 60% of your people, like, imagine, like, buying 100%, that's so much money, that's like, probably another, like, two, three hundred dollars on top of that, that's crazy. For cake. For cake. For, like, not even, like, sustainable food, it's just flour, and sugar, and milk, and eggs, and all that stuff. And it's something that we don't really, it's not, like, our favorite thing in the world. Right, like, I'm a, I like pie, and you're not a huge cake person, really. I like, I mean, I like all sweets. I just, like, cake is something that I think I overdid when I was younger, and now that I'm older, it's like, I can do without it. I can, like, like, for, I want to say for the last, like, two years, I really, I didn't want the birthday cake that I would normally get, like, I've gotten since I was maybe, like, eight years old. It's good cake, it's just a giant piece of cake. It's just, and it gets so old, so it's like, alright, I'm gonna have some cupcakes, because at least you can pick different varieties, and you can try different things, and, like, it just, it was, for me, it was just better. Right. And I I definitely agree there. So we, kind of, because of our feelings of cake, we're like, well, maybe we go a ceremonial and do something else. So, like, we still have the cake, but it's just not as much. Right, it's one little cake that we get to cut, and then that's just our cake. We mm-hmm. cut a piece of it. We do the whole traditional wedding. You smush cake into the person's face and eat a little bit and do all mm-hmm. that. But then, like, she was like, "Well, if you want like something sweet that's like different and unique, we have what we call a flambe donut station, which is literally like a person who set up at a table who will flambe no, donut. It's like a it's like a mini kitchen. They have like this this it's like." It's crazy. Like We've a skillet seen and pictures a... of it. So it's like they take these glazed donuts, they put it in a pan, and they have, like, brown sugar and butter, and then they serve it with ice cream. So And they do, like, separate ice cream. So if people don't want the donuts, they can have ice cream. And what's nice about this was that we can actually taste the donuts at our tasting. So it's not, like, set in stone yet that we want these donuts. So we get to try them before we even decide if we want them. If we like them, we can have them there. 
And I think the other appeal with the flambe donuts, too, is, like, when was the last time you did that? Did you ever do that? Like, me? I've never done that. So it's, like, and for the price, I mean, it's roughly the same amount of money per person for cake as it is for donuts. So it's, like, why not give them an experience, too, you know? Right. Like, you wouldn't, like, like I said, like, people are going to remember the food and the music. music. And if you have a flambe donut station, they're going to be talking about that as they're leaving. Because it's going to be right after the holidays. People are still have their sweet tooth from Christmas. They're going to want... They're going to just long for that. It's going to be great. Yeah, so I'm excited to try that when we do our tasting in August. And if it turns out like, oh, it looks good but it doesn't taste all that great, then we can always go back to cake or do something different altogether. Right. And from what... like, And that's we were kind of like going back and forth with that with our um, coordinator. And she's like, you don't really have to have your cake done. Is Like, you just need to order it like two or three months in advance. So, you know, you have time. She's like, if you don't like the donuts... You know, you can always, like, call the next week and see if you can get a uh, cake tasting for, like, September or October, and you're not going to be late, you know? So that was kind of, like, reassuring as well, that she understood kind of, like, our fears and was able to kind of, like, make us feel better about trying something different. Right. No, like, something, like, we're like, oh, that just seems a little extreme, or, like, even, like, the late-night snacks, like... That was a big one, too. Like, oh, we don't... We want it to be... Like, oh, there's sliders. You could do pizza. And like, I want pizza. Like, pizza's always good. It's good hot. It's good cold. It's good at the end of the night when you're had a little bit to drink and you're tired. And you're like, I just want a piece of pizza and to go to bed. And, like, that's what I wanted. And you can have sliders, but they're messy. But everything that is salty and delicious is messy. But yeah. Well, and, like, the reason why the sliders came up, too, is, like, my dad really wanted White Castle. And I'm like, well, we can't really bring in White Castle. But she said, oh, our sliders are better than White Castle. But... Like, in the back of my mind, I kind of knew I wasn't going to do it because, like, thinking about it, I'm just like, White Castle, on my wedding night, like, they give me major, major gas. I'm like, and I don't want to have to be running in the bathroom in the middle of the night. Like, it's just, I'd rather just White Castle, White Castle and, and weddings don't go together. Exactly, exactly. I feel like pizza is a more safe choice and people will eat it and... Because I feel like White Castle, some people are just like, oh, like I'm yeah. not like I'm not a White Castle person, but I'm not. I don't like onions, and they like they fry all their stuff with onions. So I'm like, yeah. I'm already out. Yeah, and I'd rather so have something that I can eat on my way. I'd rather have yeah, I'd rather have something like Universal that people will like and eat. Because I, I mean, granted, I would love to have like a million different pieces of pizza to take home, but I know that that is not good for right. me and right. my health. Okay, <laughs> and like they're gonna have different kinds. Like people like. Don't aren't don't do meat. There's gonna be cheese. If people who want people like pepperoni, people like sauce, people want some veggies. There's gonna be options for everyone. It's a pizza. It's pizza, so at least be covered in some regard. There'll be a little bit for something for everyone. And if you don't like gluten, don't eat pizza. That's your choice. Yeah, really. <laughs> Poor gluten. I just feel bad. The people who choose who actually have gluten intolerance, I'm really sorry for you. People who just choose to have, it's that's choosing to not eat pizza is like just. Giving like what? What's the point? Yeah, what's the point of life without pizza? Exactly, and I think <laughs> there's that's just a... so many different kinds of pizza. Come on. I know that's definitely a good point, and that's a good way to end the show. We're kind of we're getting about the forty minute mark. We could probably talk a lot more about pizza and wedding stuff, but we want to keep these episodes short so we don't end up rambling or. And I'm getting but tired. That's your favorite and... thing to do is ramble. Yeah, because yeah, you listen to my other show, right? No, I, free I, I don't. I don't listen to your other show. You don't like because... news. Well, I don't like news, and because 
you like to ramble and I get to listen to that in my everyday life. So why would I want to listen to a show <laughs> right. where I get it even more? I'm right. just kidding. You're you're just a lovely person. Aw, thank you. You are too. <laughs> All right, well, no, and I guess uh, <laughs> I just realized this episode's going to drop on the 4th of July. So happy 4th of July, everyone. Woo-hoo! Fourth Episode 4 on the 4th of July. So that's Day pretty exciting. Day drinking. Day drinking Day and pool. Day drinking and pool and... Relaxing and to mm-hmm. have a whole decompressing from my whole last week of exhaustion. So... <laughs> yes. But I think that does it for this week. This is Adulting Ain't Easy Episode 4. Wedding Planning Ain't Easy is the episode title. You can check us out on all the social medias on Facebook and Twitter at Adulting Ain't Easy. And I know I've been terrible about posting stuff. I'm going to try and fix that once my life is no longer as hectic. So hopefully I'll have stuff out tomorrow since it will be a holiday and I won't be working. So I'll have that out on there to remind you. And definitely check out all the other shows on the network by going to journeyintocomics.com. You can get all the other shows... Um, Early access and exclusive content on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash journeyintocomics. We're every other Wednesday opposite Foodies Watching Movies, with which both Liz and I have been on. It's a good show, too. And uh, Nate, Veronica, and Lauren also do a great job on that show. So definitely check out all the other shows on the network. There's always something for everyone. But that does it for this week. I'm Andrew. And I'm Liz. Have a great week. Bye.